We're live, pal. Welcome yeah. to Go for the Pin, Go for the Pin Wrestling Review Show. With your boys, Mikey Q. King Z, aka Ember Moon Knight, aka Michelle McCool Running, aka Summer Ray Charles, Mikey Q, and King V. King V, what's going on, homie? Give your energy and feed that vibe into the world. Mike, you still owe me a chopped cheese. I mean, they must be Welcome to Go For The Pen, episode 110, with your boy, Mikey Q. Uh, King V's not here tonight, as you can see, but, but, don't you worry. I have two special guests in the building today, all right? Um, now, I first saw this tag team killing it at Battle Club Pro. I was an instant fan. Uh, you've seen them in matches against main event, fight or die, and many other opponents here on the Northeast. We have two-thirds of the Scott Ricans in the building. We have Dirty Dave Rivera and the King of Scots, KJ Mack, in the building. Welcome to Go For The Pen, guys. Oh, thanks for having us. You have us, boss. Of course. Thank you for being here. Um, wanted to make this happen for a long time. You know, KJ is international, you know, so it, sometimes it's hard to work out the schedules but um we got it together and um for those of you that's celebrating thanksgiving today happy thanksgiving if you're not celebrating thanksgiving just happy thursday <laughs> um but anyway guys what's going on everything's good yeah man just everything's going good enjoying these uh holiday season and the festivities that are approaching well dave i have a, i have i have a bone to pick with you sir before we get started so i heard you on uh hot 97 um a few weeks ago yeah yeah and and you said that candy (laughs) yeah you said candy corn's actually good i will i will die on that throne because my partner here loves candy corn as well so oh Oh, he's never had um no i I was told he had uh, I know Joe's a big fan of candy corn. Um, yeah, candy corn is just my thing. I, trash. I like <laughs> They're trash. What's your favorite candy? candy? Hold on. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Say <sighs> black licorice or almond joy? Nah, n- neither one. I mean, I'm more I'm more of a chocolate type of person. So any any type of like little chocolate, give me a little little Snickers. Give me a little like I'm pretty basic when it comes to that. But uh, yeah, I'm anything chocolate. I'm I'm pretty good on. But the Reese's, you know, Reese's are Reese's Dunkins. Um, but yeah, I've always liked candy corn. It's one of those things where I can sit down and eat it all day. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I heard it. I was like, oh, just like, oh, Dave, you're killing me. But, black, <laughs> but it's, I was, black licorice is the worst Halloween candy. And I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Black licorice is it's terrible. I don't know. What kind of thing will give that to a child? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, uh-uh. I, would, I would tell them, hey, no, give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that over back home. They give you uh, peanuts like in the shell. Ah, like, like, oh, wow. Peanuts in the shell. That's and grandma like, candy right there. <laughs> like, like, not even candy. It's it's, it's, it's a peanut. Expect me to eat it like an Elton. Jesus Christ. So they, so you guys, so you guys go trick or treating and they give you like a peanut, like so, like like it's just so, one peanut. So like you you get like you get. Like, a bag of like goodies you'll have like maybe like a fun size snickers a fun size mars and then like a handful of we call them monkey nuts 
when there's peanuts on the, on the <laughs> shelf. So like, so you'll get a handful of monkey nuts with a, a Snickers and a Mars and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Halloween here or Halloween there? I'm putting you on spot. Uh, here because you, you can't see it from here. I, I'm a yeah. big horror night. Ah. Yeah, okay, horror horror's nights. Okay, I see. Yeah, the Halloween horror nights down in Orlando. Yeah, so. the whole Danny Nemesis thing going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Big shout out to Danny. Builders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I like um, I like the horror nights. I like haunt events and stuff. And we don't really have any back home, so I prefer it here. Okay. All right. What about Halloween's and uh, Halloween's uh, holidays in general? I mean, you know, you're from Scotland, so it's it's probably a little bit different. But see, um, Scotland's prettier. So <laughs> it's, nice, uh, it's nice when like the snow happens and you get to see all the Christmas lights and stuff back home. Yeah. I, I imagine it's, it's, it's nice here. It looks better in movies. I'm not gonna lie. After after being it's here last week, no, I've, after being here last winter when they were putting out the stuff at like the Rockefeller Center and stuff, I was just mm -hmm. like, ah, just Spider Man made it look better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh man! All right. Uh. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we could talk about holidays and everything and all of that because we are in the holiday spirit. It's a holiday time. But um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about wrestling. You know, let, let, let's get to it. So, um, Dave, you had actually mentioned that Jobber Slam was your first singles match in like 12 years. Um, so first, I, OK, I have a couple of questions. Right. How long have you actually been working? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> and um, what got you into the business? OK, so I I, I'll start off by saying I consider myself the dad of the Scottericans. Back okay. in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> um, nah. So uh, I started <laughs> around 2009. I started okay. the Ricans on the Johnny Rods. Oh. A world of unpredictable wrestling. Um, so I started there. Mm -hmm. And I was there for about two years. Um, you know, wasn't in the tag team. was just doing single stuff for the most part. And... Um, I ended up having my first daughter. Okay. So uh, I took priority of being a dad first and a provider for my family over anything. And then ended up having another kid. Um, but now my kids are a lot older. So mm -hmm. it's more of a, you know, let's see if I can still go. Um, and because I'm friends with Joe, um, actually, I was friends with the first Battle Club um, owner, Carlos. Yes. Me and him go back from middle school. Wow. Um, we, all, we, all, we always spoke about wrestling and just, you know, middle school and high school, we just we talk about wrestling here and there. But mm -hmm. you know, he made it a passion project into something that he always wanted to do. And when he started Battle Club, I was like, all right, now I'm motivated to get there and try to do it. It just, you know, it took a lot longer than I expected. Um, but last year, actually, I made a year to the date that I joined the fallout. Um, oh, wow. So I did the show. And Joe was like, just come in, check out the school. And then when I saw Santi and I saw Pena and I saw mm -hmm. Maka, um, actually that motivated me more to go there um, because I trained with Santi. Uh, Pena started actually a few months after me. Okay. Um, I've known Pena for years and Santi for years. I never got a chance to um, cross paths with Masha. But, you know, when you, when you stop wrestling, you still keep up with what's going on, especially with your old gym. So, you, you know, I would see Masha and her old gimmick and, mm -hmm. you know, militant stuff and all that other good stuff. So, yeah, so when I saw that they were there, I was like, well, I feel more comfortable and there's no turning back from there. 
Okay. Uh, I'm assuming KJ has a different story here, uh, especially, you know, coming from uh, Scotland. So how did you get into the business? Um, so basically it started off as an early New Year's resolution. Um, mm. Like December 2019, uh, I was like, right, I'm going to New Year's resolution, going to try something new. I was living in London. I was living myself. Um, and it was the first time I'd lived away from family, so I was just like, didn't have anything to do with myself apart from go to college. Yeah. Um, so I was like, right, I'll try something. And then I wanted to start a kickboxing, and my mom said no. Mm. She was like, you break your nose or something. Like you. you <laughs> I was like, right, okay, mom, you're not going to let me fight for real. Let's go wrestle. <laughs> so, oh, uh, wrestling's just as dangerous, but oh, you I know. know. I know. <laughs> Yeah. But um, it was an easier sell. Um, yeah. So I, I went and I started with a UBW um, just outside London. And I was with them for maybe only a couple of months. And then the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic hit, actually maybe about a couple of weeks before the world went into lockdown, I, the college was like, right, look, we're cancelling classes. It's not looking good. I was like, right, cool. Packed up my flat into my car and drove home back to Scotland. I was like, I'm not getting stuck down here. So um, got back up to Scotland, and then a couple of months later, um, Iron Girders Gym opened up, which was Wolfgang's project, um, building a, a, a pro wrestling gym, mm -hmm. uh, and then started offering one-to-one -one private lessons once uh, kind of lockdown rules allowed for it. And then I spent about 18 months with him uh, at Girders uh, with BT Gun and Stevie Boy and then, and then obviously Wolfgang and then last August I ended up moving here and uh, hit up a load of the schools um, not many of them got back but within a day Fallout got back in touch and um, we tell the story all the time but I ended up at Fallout because um, Harlow took the crazy bump through the Barbed yes. wire fix. Mm -hmm. I was there. Yeah. I, I was so. <laughs> that, so that clip goes viral. Harlow ends up on Cultaholic Podcast. I listen to Cultaholic Podcast at work. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm like, oh, this sounds like fun. Let's email them and see if they've got a school. Turns out they did. And then I joined, uh, I flew in here on the Monday. And by the Tuesday, I was in here training. Wow. Um, and that was over a year ago now. So, wow. yeah. And now you guys are both co-captains of uh, the Fallout School. Indeed. Wow! <laughs> oh man, that that's that's a great story. Like, I, it, it's always interesting to see how people break into the business, and you know, um, what gets them into the business. So, like, let's go back for a little bit, right? So, were you guys both fans as you know, as kids of wrestling, or you know, is this something you picked up later? Yeah, I I was my vivid memory of wrestling when I first like got into it was watching Razor Ramon versus one two three kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, and definitely. He and him hit his head and I knew something was wrong with him. I was like, this shit is fucking real. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Just every chance I got I'd watch it. Watch it. Whenever I went to Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. I go to my uncle's house and he would have the you know, probably the cologne, you know, the tapes and stuff. And watch mm -hmm. all the stuff him, I do the butcher and all those guys. So Carlito when he was young. Yeah. So that. Um so yeah. That, any chance I got, I was watching wrestling, going to Blockbuster, everything on VHS. It's a that's a cassette. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man! Used DVD, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I DVD and videotapes right. simultaneously. Okay. All right, cool. I we were the crossover generation. Okay. 
because KJ is a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a millennium baby. I'm 22, <laughs> so I was born in 2000. Oh man. <laughs> oh, made me feel old. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so KJ, what was your first, you know, uh, memory? I guess you could say in uh, of so, wrestling. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling as a kid. Um, mm. My mom wouldn't let me. She thought it was too violent and stuff. So I was like, mm. I was her first child. So I was very protected. She was right. I right. um, <laughs> 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 mean that. <laughs> but, um, so basically, there was kids at school watched it and had the action figures. So I wanted to get involved. It was more the action figures uh, itself because I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mm. Um, so... One of my friends gifted me one of the figures. Uh, here's your first one since you're not allowed to watch it and stuff. Um, no idea who it was. I uh, recently discovered that that first figure was Test. Oh, okay. Of all Andrew people. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I had a Test action figure. Um, and then well, I was maybe like seven. And my family went to a holiday park um, for, for just a, a weekend away. And there was wrestling on. And my mom was like, right, cool. I'll go with you. We can watch it, see how it is, and if I think it's it's okay, then maybe you can watch it on TV. Mm. So we went, and funnily enough, the first wrestling match I ever remember had BT Gun, um, Jack Jester, uh, Kid Fight, and we debate to this day if it was Wolfgang or not in that match. We think it was. Mm. Um, I think a very young Stevie Boy was kind of in the in the vicinity as well. Um, so we talk about that all the time that like my first wrestling match I actually remember watching contained my coaches that would then go on to teach wow. me in, in Scotland so yeah. after that my mom was like oh yeah you can watch it you can watch it it's fine um, <laughs> like I'd, I started watching obviously because of the time difference I would have to record it um, and then watch it the next day when I got back from school but I'd, I would not miss an episode Raw, Smackdown WWE ECW was a thing at that point as well. Oh gosh, yeah. It was a game show. Like I did not miss a thing, and then I hit high school and stopped watching it. And then um, because you know it wasn't the cool thing to be into, so I stopped watching. I grew out of it, and then Kofi Mania brought me back. This is it. I was there for that actually for uh, this Mania match. Kofi Mania brought me back, and so I always talk about how there's like. Two huge butterfly effects led to me being where I am in wrestling now. Mm-hmm. One was Harlow taking that bump through the crucifix, mm-hmm. and the second was Mustafa Ali got injured, mm-hmm. meaning Kofi Mania happened, which then reached me back home and got me back into it, which then led to me starting. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, that was that. That was epic. I mean, because it really came out of nowhere and it was so organic that it was just like you know, just. Because I was always a fan of Kofi, but it was just like mm. to see that it, it came out of nowhere, kind of, you know, and it's just like it just took off and the fans just really started believing in Kofi and um, they went all the way with him. I, I was shocked, you know, it was just it was really emotional for me, like if, being in the crowd for it. It was just it was really emotional. And, you know, I've been watching wrestling probably I want to say a good 25 years almost. Um, so it's like I, not a lot do I get emotionally invested in now and it's not it's not that there's not good stuff out there it's just it's harder because it's like we've seen almost everything at this point but um that was probably one of the last times that i really got like emotionally invested so i want to ask you guys um 
How did the Scottericans form? I know the name was kind of like a rib at first, right? So I'll let you guys tell that story though. But uh, how did that form? Um, who, who did it last time? Was it you? I don't know. <laughs> no, you did because it was uh, the Scottish. Yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. You fire away. The guy in the suit's better than me. <laughs> um, so uh, it was, we were just messing around one day and I just, you know, we just goofing around, just joking around. We were coming up with like different like, scenarios and like storylines because, you know, when you're a wrestler, you, you try to come up with your own ideas and your, your mind just wanders and you come up with thousands of ideas. So, when they have, you know, when we're goofing around in the corner while somebody's running a drill. And I just look out and say, I mean, you'd be a tag team one day and we just call ourselves the Scott Regans. Literally, just goofing around. Yeah. Right? And, you know, we went to Joe later on that night, joking around with him. And then later on that night, he tweeted off the Battle Club, you know, pro page. Yeah. Just put a Scottish and a Puerto Rican flag and just left it like that. Um, yeah. And... That happened around around November, like around November, mm -hmm. right before he left. And uh, fast forward to what was it, uh, the 420 show, right? Yeah, yeah. That, was that uh, Woman Crush Wednesday too? Crush Wednesday, Wednesday. But they had the male pre-show. Yes. Um, so I was originally not on the card. It was it was he was supposed to team with uh, Gamble. Okay. And Gamble got hurt. Ah, oh, okay. Right. Uh, so I didn't come to practice that day, and I got a phone call. It was like maybe two weeks before the actual show. Yeah. Phone call that said, uh, "Gamble's hurt. Scott Ricans are up." And I just mm. like paused for a quick second because like my nerves just shot because this is my first match. Actually, yeah. in like twelve years. Like 11, 12 years. Mm. And that was it. That's how the Scott Ricans were created. Okay. Uh, Jordy. Uh, Jody just happened to have this spunk of energy that we, you know, it's infectious. When you go around there, she's just full yeah. of energy. And um, I was just looking at this. You want to manage us? And she's like, you think they'll love you? And I said, I can ask. Yeah. So I went to Joe and said, hey, what about Jordy managing us? I was like, well, she's Puerto Rican, so it's okay. Yeah. He's like, okay. And that was it. And she just fits well with us. She is a firecracker. And yeah. we're the ones that defend her. So, no, Jordy. Jordy's amazing. I mean, we've had her on a couple of times. I mean, Jordy's Jordy's just awesome, and I, I can't wait to see what she does. You know, with you guys, I can't wait to see what she does as an individual wrestler. I, you know, um, rooting for Jordy. She she's great. And while we're on the topic of Jordy, I just want to thank you guys, okay? Because that that sneaky little Abraham Khan. Listen, I don't know how he made it onto the show. All right, but I have to talk to a couple of people. I have to up my security because he made it onto the show. He crashed the show, and he said some very nasty things about Jordy and about the Scott Ricans. You, you guys, you know that guy. You know that guy. He's a real menace. He is He's a real menace to 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 the Fallout to Battle Club. Yeah. Um, the problem is, I think uh, his you know his boss, uh, you know, Mr. Martinez. Yeah. They got some people in the you know IT department. So that's probably how they were able to do it. That makes know. sense. I know, I know Mr. Martinez back in the day used to sell legal boxes here and there. So, I mean, that could be how he got in there. And, you know, because, you know, you learn, you learn with technology. So that's probably what it was. You know, he's mm. really good with, you know, computers. So I think that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, you change your password. Yeah. Um, that's probably how he got in. I think, you know, just that all those federated guys are menaces. So. They are. 
They are. I, I you know, and now that we're on the topic, I hope that one one day now that we have this whole thing with um, Federated and you know Jordy Lee and what's going on with that whole situation, can we get the Scott Ricans versus Federated, please, and like a, a no disqualification <laughs> match or or something? False counting. Give me something. I'll talk to Joe personally. With <laughs> KJ, you like that? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll talk to Joe. KJ, you, you with that? If, if uh, uh, I can make that up, we're ready anytime, anywhere, any stipulation. Okay. We want to stomp this out as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, because this Abe, this Abe Khan, this whole federated thing needs to be, huh, needs to be put to an end. Um, the but minute. anyway, yeah. pictures of Spider Man in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, yeah, because I'm giving Abraham Khan way too much um, time here on this show. Yeah, so no, we're gonna, by him. yeah we're going to keep going. Um, so what are some of you guys' favorite things to watch outside of wrestling? Like when, you, when you're not watching, you know, what's going on in the business, um, give me some favorite TV shows and, you know, any anything, whatever you guys come up with. KJ? Um, I, I just had literally just had this conversation um, with a friend there. I, I'm real, really uh, any geeky nerdy thing. Uh, chances are I'm into it or have been at some point. Um, I was just talking there about favorite animated TV shows, so mm. stuff like um, Ninja Turtles, the '90s animated Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, Real Ghostbusters, Teen Titans. Um, there was also Danny Phantom. Uh, all kind of things like that, um, even like things like Kim Possible, Codename, Kids Next yeah, Door, all this stuff. Bro, I, I, I loved it, uh, especially animated stuff when I was a kid. Um, but like now, I, I probably watch that stuff more than I did when I was a kid, actually. Um, but uh, a, a lot of my favorites, kind of, as gr- grown up shows, um, probably Stranger Things, um, mm. Dead. Um, how I Met Your Mother, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That right, my wheelhouse with that kind of stuff, um, and and then obviously being a big sports fan as well takes up a lot of time. What sports are you watching? Um, well, I I watch real football. Uh, <laughs> real <I'm>, football. <laughs> you know the one where you kick a ball with your foot. Um, <laughs> Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm a Tottenham fan, so um, when, when I'm back home, I try to watch Tottenham as much as I can. Um, but I, I do like American football. I'm, a, I'm a, actually, funnily enough, I am a Giants fan and have been since I was a kid. Um, so often enough, I, I live here now. Um, and then uh, I like basketball. I've been a Miami Heat fan since I was a kid. And then since I've moved here, I've adopted baseball and I'm now mm. a man. <laughs> Dave, what you get to say? Yeah, you guys are a tag team, but it seems like you guys are into very different things. So, <laughs> so which is cool. It, it actually works. Um, so, Dave, what are you watching? And what, what I see, you got the Yankees hat on as he as. So KJ just said he's a Mets fan, but then you got the Yankees hat on. So I, you know, <laughs> it's the only thing me and Mr. Martinez agree on. You can't say it three times. You said his name. You say it three times. Either E or Ape Con come out. So oh, you damn. can't say Oh, no. Oh, no. You got to be careful. You don't want that to happen. Um, okay, so what am I watching currently? Uh, as far as new shows, uh just finished up with House of Dragons, which is okay. phenomenal. Um, I don't watch Stranger Things. And I'm like the only one percenter. Um, I don't either. Uh, I, I gave up on Walking Dead after Glenn died. I don't. 
for the most hours watched on the office i think i have it um i'm not even lying to you this is like legit i watched the office way too much um uh parks and recreation how i met your mother is a good one mm -hmm. um new girl brooklyn 99 mm -hmm. maybe so uh, brooklyn 99 yeah <laughs> the, the halloween <laughs> the, the halloween show we did a little brooklyn 99 tribute yes um and do I watch any animated stuff? Well, I watch all the Marvel shows. Okay. All the Marvel shows I already uh, watched, and uh, just this guy hasn't watched Black Panther yet. Shame. Oh, I'm going next week. So no, I, I'm I'm just gonna gonna do do I haven't seen it either. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. That's how I'm, <laughs> that's how I'm spending Thanksgiving. Okay. I'm going to go see Black Panther. All right, good. Oh, okay. Well, Thanksgiving is today, but you know. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, okay, cool, cool. I, I'm always interested in like you know what you guys are like you know watching outside of wrestling because we wrestling consumes a lot of us. So it's like sometimes you want to take a break, watch something different, you know. So, but on that same topic, right? Is it easy for you guys to still watch wrestling as a fan? And and what I mean is like, do you still enjoy just not critiquing? Because I feel like sometimes like when I ask wrestlers, right, it's harder for them to watch wrestling and not like sit there and critique a move or critique a, a spotter or whatever, you know? So can you guys, is it still easy for you guys to watch as fans? Yeah, well, first, uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> um, I have an easy differentiation. Um, if I've paid to watch it, I'm a fan. Mm. But it's as simple as that. If, if I pay to watch some wrestling, whether that's AEW, WWE, or if I'm paying for a pay-per-view, whatever it is, if I'm paying for it, I'm, I'm watching it as a fan. I've got zero interest as as a, a wrestler myself. I, I, I switch that mode off and just sit and enjoy it for what it is and let myself get sucked into it. Um, and then if I'm there and I haven't paid because I'm a part of the show, then I have my, my critical thinking is, is switched on and, uh, and I'm looking out for well, as coach santi says other people's mistakes or your knowledge so um i, I always check out <laughs> that <business. It's> okay <laughs> everything's under control but yeah um just um yeah it's if if i'm working on the show if i if i'm working i've got my worker head on mm -hmm. but if, if i'm paying to be there then i'm just watching as a fan i'm sitting there to try and enjoy it Dave, what about you? Uh, so for me, it's uh, similar to him. Um, if I'm like working the show and I see something that uh, I feel like could have been done better, I'll give my criticism, but mm -hmm. not. It's more constructive than anything. I'll just say, hey, you know, you could have did this a little bit or that a little bit better. Um, and it's usually to the guys that are younger as far as like uh, training wise, mm -hmm. um, just because I feel like I have to say something. Because when I was doing it back in 2009, back in my day, um, they, that I was I would get pulled to the side by you know the Santis, the Chris Estradas, the, you know the Tim Arson, you know rest in peace to him. You know these guys would pull me to the side and go, "Why did you do it this way? You should have done it this way." And you know it, it was very constructive criticism, which 
I took and I applied to my next match. Mm. So um, when it comes to that sense, yeah. Uh, when I go to see like a professional event, WWAW, um, I try to be a fan, but it's kind of mm. hard when I see like certain things that I think are too much. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where like I try my hardest not to judge or critique because I mean, who am I? They're getting paid a shit ton of money to to do it. And I eventually want to be in that position. So who am I to judge? So that's when I try to turn it off as much as I can. Um, but I'll be talking in my head about it with anything. Yeah, I was, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I get it. It's, even with, like, Battle Club, right? Because, um, you know, I sometimes... Sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing when I get the, until I get there. So, you know, one show I may be doing the music for you guys or another show I'm doing the timekeeping or like the last show we did in Brooklyn, I was um, holding the camera for the promos in the back. Like, you know, so I don't know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be doing half the time. So it's like sometimes it's hard to like watch the show because, you know, there's so much going on sometimes during the show. Like, you know, I'm sure you know you think about your match before you go out there and everything like that so it's like it's hard to watch everything um but like for example right pena and gamble just worked the main event of the last uh halloween show right um and that one i said no i have to go out there and watch it from the audience so like you know so even for me like it, it's sometimes it's like it's difficult to watch it if i'm involved with it um but when I'm not involved, I'm like like KJ, like I I'll sit there and, and watch it and enjoy it as a fan. Like, but then I also do a wrestling review show each week, and it's like okay, well the people that watch want to hear my opinion on certain things. It's like okay, I I try not to be too critical because it's it's a hard business. It really is. It's a hard business. And for somebody that me who is not out there taking bumps like you know like the rest of the talent, I have a different perspective. I'm not gonna go out there and like bury what they did in the ring because I'm not in the ring doing it. Um, I might bury a story. I might, you know, or something looks really bad. I'm going to say it looked really bad, but that's from a, that's from a fan's perspective. So I definitely understand that. Okay. Just a few more questions before I let you guys get up out of here. Um, so my co-host isn't here, right? But he would probably ask you guys um, when it's all said and done, what do you guys want your legacy to be on the business? Um, I know that's a loaded question, but um, try to <laughs> you know, think about it, you know. What do we want our legacy to be? Yeah. Did you really go as a tag team? Both. I'm glad you asked that. Both. Um, so as far as our legacy here in Battle Club, in the fallout, I mean, the goal is to win the tag team titles, right? Like, that's our goal. That's mm -hmm. why... Joking around, you know, we became a tag team, and we noticed that when they put us in practice matches, you know, we mesh well, we understood each other. I kind of know what he's gonna do before he does it, and you know, we know each other's move sets. So, like, the goal for us as a tag team is to win, you know, those tag team titles um, and hold the longer than main event has because they've held it for pretty long. So, Over a year now. So yeah, so the goal is to beat that record, um, and. We'll be the first students, you know, of Fallout to actually win Battle Club titles. Mm. So wow. that's, yeah. to me, that's a goal as a tag team. Um, and then 
to possibly defend those tag team titles. Other states, other countries, I'm working on my passport. So if God wants to start a Ricans, mm-hmm. just a message away. I might be sleeping. Um, <laughs> you know, he'll answer. He has a good in his head. Um, but yeah, so that's the goal is to become battle cup champions and then go forward. And then um, I don't, I don't like looking into the future. Okay. I like looking into the present. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I, I like to see what's ahead of me as far as like short term, mm-hmm. because you never know what can happen. You never know what is planned for you. So you Definitely. just got to the punches. Uh, I always say the same thing. Uh, Joe's instilled um, a good philosophy in me since I got here, and I'll quote him directly: "Is the goal is to leave the business in a better place than where you found it, yeah. regardless of what I do, what we achieve as a team, what I achieve individually. As long as you're leaving the business in a better place than where you found it, you've done your job. Um, like obviously, like." I, I do this because I love it. I know a lot of people are doing it to, to get signed and, and get paid, and I, I just do it for the love of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it because I enjoy it, and I like giving people the entertainment and the enjoyment of a thing that I found entertaining and enjoy, being able to enjoy when I was a kid. Like I want to give that back. Um, and if it comes a day where... One of the one of the big boys comes knocking on our door with a contract in hand. If there's enough zeros, we'll talk. <laughs> Got to be enough zeros. Uh, that's so, it. <laughs> so it's important. Definitely important. Okay, last question for you guys, and I'll let you go. Um, what is the favorite match that? What is you guys' favorite match? It could be as a tag team or individually that you guys have had so far. Um, and what's your favorite match that you've ever seen that you weren't in? So my favorite match is um, for us as a team, uh, the the title match with main event um, when I first got back into the country, just the, the end of the summer there. Uh, that was special because we had only had a couple of matches as a team um, before I before I left for the summer. I had to go home. Um, so whilst I was at home, Jordy and Dave were holding down the fort. They were they were putting the hard work in, and then um, and then when I came back, uh, that was the first thing we were told was like, yeah, you guys um, you guys are getting main event at the next show uh, for the tag titles, and I feel like we. Although we didn't come away with the titles on that day, it was a great showcase of our ability and especially our ability to step up and kind of meet the bar that's set for us by other teams. Because um, obviously the main event are, in my opinion, the best unsigned team in the world. Like yeah. they are incredible and they should be on TV every single week. Um, and the fact that we were able to go in there and we were able to hang, we were able to keep up. Like that says a lot about us as a as a young tag team. Um young young in terms of no, no, how long we've no, been a tag team. Said but like, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to play too much. But um <laughs> but then as a as a singles competitor, I, I've got two main ones that 
whenever anyone asks like what what's your kind of wrestling like as I, I send them these two matches because they're both easily available is um i worked steve pena mm. for five points at wrestlers lab um back in that would have been in may yeah, um and that was a really special once again it just showed my ability to be able to step up to, to play when need be and meet the level that's set for me and then when i was back home my first singles match back home uh, against Leighton Buzzard, who is is a good friend and had been a favourite of mine for a long time. Um, so when we get given the opportunity, right, you guys are going out there um, and, and you're going to tear the house down, we took that and ran with it. So um, it's also readily available on YouTube as well. So those are my two favourite singles. And then my favourite match that I wasn't involved in. Um, there's a couple... Um, for different reasons, um, sentimental reasons, because it was the first pay-per-view I actually watched, even though it was late, like I, I watched it on DVD, mm-hmm. was um, Edge and Cena and the TLC Unforgiven 2006. Yes. That was in that, Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. And Edge is my favourite of all time, like has been since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about me, that my favourite was the biggest heel in the company for the longest <laughs> As a kid. Oh, man. Uh oh, Dave, watch out. Um, but no, there was that. And then I, I, being older and more appreciative of the business and the art form that it is, um, there's two storyline wise and ability wise that kind of tie it for me. Um, one is the forgotten match from uh, the, the SummerSlam that had. Um, Brian and Cena and the the whole cashing in with Orton authority, yeah, all that chaos. Everyone forgets that Brock Lesnar and CM Punk had an absolute banger yeah. on the night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one, and the the one that that's tied with for me was um, Drew Galloway against Grado for the ICW Championship in twenty sixteen. That. Yeah, that is one of my favorite storylines of all time, um, and that event on that night was just incredible and that match and the fact that like Mick Foley was involved and stuff was just crazy so those are the ones Edge Cena in 2006 mm-hmm. Punk Lesnar in 2013 at SummerSlam and then Grado and Drew Galloway for the ICW title great picks <laughs> great banger matches banger after banger hey. <laughs> Okay, so uh, as far as tag team-wise that we've been in, I will agree with him on this one. Uh, the main event match to me was by far my favorite. Um, solely because um, everything made sense. Mm-hmm. Everything went well. And we came out understanding tag team wrestling so much more. Yeah. Um, so You guys opened that, the show, I believe, that... that, uh, yeah. that I will, let me tell you something. I love opening the show. Yeah. yeah. I rather open the show because you get all those jitters, all those nerves, all those feelings out of there. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the rest of the show and see everybody's work, but you're at ease. Yeah. You, know, and you set the tone. So either you have a really good match or a mediocre match. But if you can have a really good match, you have a good match. And I think we had a really good match. Definitely did. Point where, you know, We've gotten praise from people that don't always often give us praise. Mm. So that was like, you know, 
hats off to us, right? But main event as well. Good yeah. Game. Those guys are good, man. Um, hopefully, we can uh, lock up with them again. Is the praise important? Um, you know, just to because sometimes you know it's good. You know what I'm saying? So, but is that really important to you guys? I, I'm curious. Honestly, yeah. Because we're our worst critics, mm. right? We can watch our match and go, oh, that was fucking terrible. I took this wrong. I took that wrong. I should have put my hand here. I should have did this. I should have done a couple more sit-ups. Yeah. All that stuff runs through your head, mm. right? But when you get praised from your peers, mm-hmm. they say, oh, that was fucking great. You guys did good. Mm. I loved it. You know, that is validation in and of itself. So that's what you want, validation from your peers. Mm-hmm. Right? The fans are going to cheer for you or they're going to boo for you. Right? But either, or, either way, you're getting a reaction no matter what. Your peers is the one you want that validation from, in my opinion. No, definitely. Okay, um, so my favorite uh, singles match. So I've had two that I can really think of off the top of the head where I came out like really happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was recently in Job Slam when I was in that uh, Survival of the Fittest match. Yes. And it was me, A Game, Encore, and Colossal Mike Law. Mm-hmm. Um, solely because everything went well. Yeah. Um, there was no confusion. And it just, everything felt great. Like I didn't, I went out, I went in with nerves. Yeah. Once I was out there, the nerves were gone and were off. And to me, I, that was one of my favorite singles. And then another one I had, um, goes back to back in my day. Uh, <laughs> 2000 and I think it was 2010, I had a match with uh, Pedro Dones. Okay. Uh, caller, because he calls himself now, but uh, back in the days, he was Reggae Dones. Reggae uh, Dones, okay. Yeah, he was one of uh, one of the, I guess you can say Gleason's originals. Mm-hmm. And um, he just, you know, he took a kid that didn't know much and he made me look really good. And he wasn't afraid to let me do things as far as movie-wise. Because, you know, when you first start off and you get in the ring with a veteran, they don't necessarily let you do much. Right. Keep it very simple, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, but he actually helped me out tremendously, helped me understand. I was, you know, I thought I was a shit because I won a trophy. And oh, can we curse on him? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you're good. Yeah. That's the best point, damn it. <laughs> PG. So, sorry, <laughs> my kids. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my kids if you're listening. Okay, if you're watching. Um, uh, yeah, so in a, it, it was a great match. I actually, uh, I actually lost, but I learned a lot from that match. Mm-hmm. And uh, to this day, Naka Woody's still one of my closest friends in the wrestling business. Uh, you don't get a lot of those. Yeah. So there's, only, there's only like four people I'm still friends with. Four or five people I'm still friends with from Gleason's, and uh, other people, you know, you even say hi and pass them by, and you know, hey, what's up? What's going on? But like, he's one of the guys that I can call right now. He'll pick up. Yeah. Uh, and he's my biggest critic. I send him my matches, and he sends me pages of notes. Wow. Telling me you should have did this, this, and that. Yeah. And and that's the thing, right? You he's still in the business, so he helps me understand what I did wrong. So um, yeah, I'm actually Pedro Dolan. One of my favorites in the Battle Wage Hand title match. And so, as far as matches that I I wasn't a part of, but I was at. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was at WrestleMania 24, Rick Flair's last match. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
ended up bringing uh, meeting a guy he had like an Eddie Guerrero uh, wrist, like a you know Eddie Guerrero tribute. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Guerrero is one of my favorites. So is, saw, is he a favorite of all time? He's he's in my top five. Top five. Right. Um, and my favorite of all time is Chris Jericho. Okay. Still going strong right now. So Eddie Guerrero is in my top five. And when I saw that band, my eyes lit up because I thought they were selling it at Access. This is like when early Access. We're talking early access mm-hmm. so i started talking to him and i was sitting up with jesus because i couldn't afford much yeah uh, and the guy you know was just standing there waiting to get in line he had two tickets in his hands and it was just you know i just you know started up a conversation with him about the eddie Guerrero thing and he said hey man i have an extra ticket give me 200 dollars it's yours mm. where are you sitting at he was at floor level yeah i said I looked at my buddies, and my buddies was like, "You better do it." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they each gave me like fifty dollars to add on to what I had already. Yeah, and I ended up sitting like floor level. Um, wow! To watch Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. Uh, there was not a dry eye in that arena. No, yeah, yeah. Very emotional. Um, so that's one of my matches that I was a part of, but I actually saw was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's one. Um, another one that's my favorite is. Uh, HBK versus Undertaker. Mm, which the one? one? The okay. One. All right. Okay. Just start to finish. To me, one of the best matches WWE has ever produced. I, I agree. Start to finish. Just emotions, everything. Start to finish. That's good. And then we we'll go back to the 90s. Um, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Ooh. Ooh. Like that. Just classic. Cause that was the garden, Owen, right? Yes. Storyline was top notch. Mm-hmm. They kept it. They kept the kayfabe from everybody in the family because mm-hmm. Bret Hart will tell you that to this day. Yeah. And just, just a stellar match from <laughs> start to finish. Right. Definitely. If I could throw one more in. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Eddie versus Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Yes. That's the one of my favorite also. Dominic? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, nah, <laughs> you guys have been great. I, I really appreciate this. Um, I'm gonna let you guys get out of here. Where where can they find both of you guys? You know, I'll go to KJ first and we'll go to Dave. And how can uh, book, uh, like promoters book you guys? Give all your information. So, um, my Instagram is KJ Mac Wrestling. Uh, my Twitter is KJ Mac Wrestler because for some reason KJ Mac Wrestling wasn't available and you can't find the page that has it. <laughs> um, so, okay. KJ Mac Wrestling, Instagram, Wrestler for Twitter. Um, and for bookers uh, that want to book us, you can DM me on Instagram or I have an email which is KJ Mac Wrestling at gmail.com. Okay, simple. Nice, Dave. So for me, I'm a little more complicated. Uh-oh. <laughs> Should have went to Dave first, but no, go ahead. So, um, so for me, my Instagram is in David We Trust. Okay. My DMs are open. It's a public profile. I do silly videos, TikToks, all that shit. So it's just me. Um, so if you any bookers want to book me, I'm available there. Um, I'm also available on Twitter at the Dave Rivera. Um, I can't change it for some reason. Maybe because I'm not uh, 
at an age to understand Twitter that much. Um, <laughs> so, it's because you're not paying Elon his $8. I got to pay Elon his $8. <laughs> he might ban me from that. He saying. might ban all of us, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I change my name to Elon, then I'd be more. <laughs> You ain't never having a Twitter again. Yeah, <laughs> no, doing that. yeah right. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, you can my, my DMs are open there. You can hit me up there, or you can hit me up on Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Also, we have Scott Ricans gear coming out soon. Merch, stickers, and other fun stuff. Uh, I'll be posting it in about a few weeks. Okay, nice. Yes. We need Scott Ricans merch. We need Scott right. Ricans merch. So you'll be surprised that we have a stewing up in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Uh, you guys got any shows you guys want to promote that you got coming up? Uh, KJ, I know as of this recording, you had already worked this this Saturday, but um, <laughs> I know you have another thing coming up in uh, Bayshore, um, Long Island, I believe. But um, yes, yes, yeah. VPW um, with a um, part of Kane Industries. Uh, and look, listen, we're having negotiations as we speak, okay? okay. Um, but we're part of Kane Industries, and we're going. Uh, I'm, I'm in a tag team turmoil match for number one contender, uh, and VPW. However, the question has been asked that the negotiations are happening of uh, the Scott Ricans as a unit being part of Kane Industries. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, hopefully that comes to fruition because, you know... Yeah. Like, Dave needs that. that. He like, needs those like, zeros. Like, hey, he can get those zeros. Kids, bro. He can get those zeros. Like, listen, I'm just looking to get as much gold as possible. And I'll, if that is a tag team gold, I want it to be with my tag team partner. like a Puerto Rican. Yeah. So, I like it. Like it, it makes cold. it makes sense, and if um, if the guys at VPW are open to it, I would I would love for that to be the the case where we can be chasing down tight and go down multiple promotions as the Scott Ricans. I can come out as KJ when you're away. <laughs> <laughs> Fun magic. Yeah, I won't I won't do the Mohawk, but I can. Get it. <laughs> I think I got your Euro down back too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on Go For The Pen. Guys, yeah. got to come back up. Next time, we'll, we'll probably try to get Jordy also. Have all three of you guys mm -hmm. up here, you know. Be um, he wasn't invited, so just a heads up. He probably got heat with Oh, gosh. I'll text her later. But, all right. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's new? All right, guys. I'm going to let you guys go. Jordy, I'm kidding. Um, love you, by the way. All right. See you guys later. Um, the Scott Ricans, everybody, and we are out. <laughs>